This episode of Box Cutters is brought to you courtesy of listener donations. Thank you very much for your donations. You help us make this show, and we like that. Hopefully you do too. Otherwise, why are you giving us money? Click on the donate button on boxcutters.net and give us some more. Don't question yourselves. Box cutters. Box cutters. Box cutters. Box cutters. Hello and welcome to Box Cutters episode 272. The roof, the roof, the roof is on water. My name is Josh Canal. To my left, Dave Lawson. Good evening. And to my right, Brett Cropley. Good evening, viewers. It was close, Dave. What was? <laughs> Good evening. So Dave, Dave doesn't know what he does. Viewers. He's, you know, he's, he's, just, he's just going with the flow. He's probably got a better That's accent than me for a, a hoax takeoff. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just enjoying sitting here. It's a... It's, it's a bit drizzly outside, so it's nice to be in the studio. I'm a little bit worried that it's a bit drizzly inside. I know. It's, uh, I'm keeping my eye on the desk. I've noticed a few drops of water. I'm just... Uh, I'm not sure. It, it could just be that I'm spitting a lot. I don't know. Mm, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it was no, a bit I, of water. I just, I just uh, continue to be, to be more and more impressed, Dave, by your hoodie there. Uh, Melbourne Demons. Oh, yeah. I, I did notice that it's uh, VFL branded on the arm. That's, that is a very old hoodie. Uh, you'd, I'd like to say it is, but what they've done is they've um, gone and replicated them and put all the crinkles and the uh, you know the scratches in them. from like So it looks like it's gone through the wash a lot of times. Um, wow, now Brett's really unimpressed. Now he's no, just like, I know. he's turning his back on you now. But, uh, it was one of those situations where I wasn't sure to go, oh, yeah, thanks very much. I've had this since I was just, um, Yeah, just do eight. that. Do that. Just lie. Yeah. That's yeah. the point. I mean, the, the, the wind cheater itself is already lying. I'm lying. You're right. You're right. right. So, why, why so you're already but it's a hoodie, you're, Josh. You, don't call it a wind cheater. It's this. a wind cheater with a hood. You're right. It's a hooded wind cheater. The hoodie was a little bit anachronistic. You weren't sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, that's 80s, right. 80s, no. They didn't really have hoodies. They did. Sweat Hog uh, made hoodies in did the they? 80s. Yeah. With, with the leather sleeves. No, not with the leather sleeve. That was the uh, that was like the varsity jacket. There might have been, been, been a hypercolour hoodie as well. Oh, quite possibly. Quite, quite possibly. Mm. Where you could, you know, the colour would hide the sweat stains. I wouldn't hide them, no. This is, uh, this is box cutters. It is not a fashion <laughs> podcast. <laughs> As you could probably tell by our lack of fashion understanding, it is in fact all about television. And if you're interested in fashion, check out Put This On. Carry on. That's another podcast. It's about fashion. Do we do that? A friend of ours, Jesse Thorne, does that. Okay. When you say friend of ours, you mean guy we've never met. Sure. But we have been on the same podcast. Not on the same episode. Right. (laughs) Just go with it, Josh. You're What's lying, on the show? You're What's this more, show about? You're lying more than Dave's wind cheater. <laughs> a lot of lies. Not That's a great a, way to start. So it is a lot. Of, I'm trying to be as honest as possible. This show is all about television. In this episode, we are going to be reviewing the new season of Wilfred, which is the US Wilfred. The regeneration on the Americano style. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wilfred, the next generation. Is that what it's called? <laughs> no. no, no. Wilfred Deep Space Nine. I think it's. Uh, or is it just called Wilfred? Just Wilfred. That's confusing because the Australian US. one was called Wilfred. Ah, yes. I see. Yeah, that brackets but, US must be very so small. Was, so was the short film. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, the short just film has. Uh, when people think of dogs, they think Wilfred. 
Sure. Anyway, hi. So we're reviewing that. Uh, we've got letters to box cutters coming up later on in the show. We've got an I Don't Buy It. We've got one thing, if you're going to watch that. Uh, we've got Pork This Week with Trotters with Toby Halligan. Excellent. I'm looking forward to that. It's been a long time since we've had Toby Halligan do Trotters. John last week actually did Trotters on behalf of uh, mm. of Toby. We had some interesting, uh, I, I say interesting, what I mean is fascinating discussions about prime numbers, Dave. Oh, okay. I... Uh, so, yeah, I know you didn't listen. You don't listen. <laughs> you, don't, you don't listen to the show. No, no. So. Uh, prime num- I, prime numbers, are they numbers that can be divided by themselves? And one. And Only. one. Only. Nothing okay. else. Mm. Except the number one. Except for the number one. And in fact, I was able to... has to be a whole digit. has to be a positive number. I was able to contribute that to Derek Gill uh, during one of his quizzes over the week because I knew it and we'd specifically looked for it and he gave us a shout out. Thank, thanks, we happened Derek. to look into this during our show on boxcutters.net. <laughs> he read the whole thing out. Ah, oh, good work. Yeah. Good work on promoting the show, Brett. Uh, did I say I don't buy so, it? Yes. Welcome uh, all the pork, new ABC et cetera, etc. Et uh, as always, though, we're going to kick things off with the box cutters news. In the most exciting news possible this week, mm-hmm. Marvel are doing a new television series of The Hulk. A live action TV series of The Hulk. Who yep. is the Incredible Hulk? Who gets to play the Hulk? I don't know. I'm Luke hoping Rainer. it's Lou Ferrigno. Oh. I'm, I'm hoping it is. It should always be. <laughs> uh, I've, I have no idea who gets to play the, uh, the the Incredible Hulk. I'm actually hoping it is a person, though, because the CGI, CGI Hulk in the movies just doesn't no. cut it, just doesn't work. I think there's a lot more suspension of disbelief when you've got an actual person just... And uh, Bill Bixby, of course, his tabs and friends. So uh, I don't know who's going to be playing David or Bruce Banner, depending on which way they go with this series. Mm-hmm. Uh they're also going to be doing a TV series of uh, some kind of Hulk team with uh, She-Hulk. and This is a, going to be an animated series. Uh, team Hulk. It, it's, I, th- I think it's, uh, it's going to be uh, called... Not in Hulk. Ink Hulk. No. no. Or, or Hulk Inc. No. Uh, it's going to be called Hulk and the Agents of Smash. <laughs> S-M-A-S-H, which yep. is an acronym... I don't know what it stands for other than Smash. Uh, but yes, Hulk, A-Bomb, uh, and uh, Red Hulk, Green Hulk, She-Hulk. Is that for grown-ups? Aren't all cartoons for grown-ups? Yeah. Probably. We just let kids watch them. Yeah. So does that mean when it's go time, they all kind of just pinch each other so that they can turn? <laughs> like it's... it's I think I think you gotta be kind of. I don't know. Pinching. <laughs> I don't go. make me angry. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me angry. Then you make me angry. <laughs> oh, see, you're starting already. <laughs> uh, Marvel are also they're, they're doing like four or five different shows. None of them have uh, have air dates or even production dates or even production schedules. But they decided to announce them all at Comic Con. Now, Marvel uh, are they Captain America or is that DC? That's uh, Marvel is Captain Marvel. America. Yeah. Um, has that opened yet? Uh, it opens this Thursday in Australian cinemas. And, and in the States? Don't know. Probably this have I, Thursday. Have I heard that it was disappointing? Or this Friday. 
I don't know. I don't know what you've heard. Or, or maybe the studio's hopes just, depend on it for the entire ask, summer. Don't, I, don't ask <clears throat> us what you've heard. We don't <laughs> live in your ears. I've got a strange feeling that's what I heard. That it's disappointing? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, one person's disappointing is another person's... Shut up. Uh, there's, uh, they're also going to be doing a, a, a series based on the uh, Brian Michael Bendis comic book series Alias, but it's going to be called uh, Not Alias because there's already been a TV series called Alias. Oh, so that, that previous TV series wasn't based on... No, this is going to be called okay. AKA Jessica Jones, uh, which will be a, a live-action adaptation of the comic book series mm-hmm. Alias. Uh, so yeah, lots of uh, lots of great news coming out of uh, Comic Con for uh, TV slash comic fans. They're big a business these comic book um, series, aren't they? The, the movies and well, you know, if, for a TV series, very very few comic books have successfully turned into a TV series in recent years. Mad TV, I, that was nothing like the magazine. No, nothing, nothing like the magazine. <laughs> that one that's on it. Oh man. Mad TV. Yeah, Mad no, TV. Because like you know, show. you know, Mad is on the TV show called Mad, which is full of Sergio Aragoni. Oh, is it? Little marginals and yeah, yeah. And a, and a folding. But not Mad TV, which was... Mad TV, but which was same, a Saturday Night, Night Live type. Yeah. But they used the Mad sort of logo, didn't they? Yeah, like, yeah, they did. It was, it was like, still, it was still brand, like, it was Mad branding. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> so and currently the, Mad is on. Do you remember the, uh, the, do you, do you remember the TV series of The Flash? Uh, no, not really. No, uh, and uh, and DC like Warner Brothers tried for for DC with. Uh, I mean, it's, Smallville has has been very successful, mm. uh, but there's no Superman Who's, branding in Smallville. Yeah, exactly. And in fact, they're not allowed to. Uh, and I'm not sure why. Oh, it's a whole copyright thing with the creators and the estates of the creators and okay. what have you. Uh, and then once Smallville was uh, was successful, DC tried to do a Birds of Prey series, uh, which was... Which was a uh, contractual avoidance of uh, Birdman? No, no, no. Uh, Blue Falcon and Dog Wonder. Oh, hey! <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Sounds all right, though. <laughs> No, Harvey Birdman. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's uh, it, it was a, it's actually a comic book spin-off of uh, of the Batman series, uh, with uh, Selena Kyle's daughter and Barbara Gordon as Oracle, and uh, it, it's basically a, a female Gotham City story. But it's something birdie. At f- what? Didn't just say bird something. That's why birds I was going- of prey. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and so it's a, f- a female-based Gotham City character series that I think only lasted like five episodes or something. It was it was not very good. Uh, and this is quite disappointing. Oh, maybe like, eight years ago, there was a Batgirl TV series, wasn't there? On oh. her bike, so, so on her motorbike. Two thousand and two. I'm, I'm being told. So nine years ago. Yeah, was, uh, the Prey. Batgirl series was was much earlier than that. From my bat, memory. A Batgirl series. Batgirl series, yes. Not just Batman and Robin with Batgirl. No, I'm pretty sure it was just Batgirl. It might have been a cartoon, though. I can't remember. <laughs> okay, I know okay. it's a big difference. Yeah. But you just as I'm interrogating my, even my memory it? right here. <laughs> I'm not sure. Hey, Brett, do you have any other news? Uh, yes. Um, the ACCC has uh, kind of gone, hey, wait a minute, everybody. We're not quite sure that, uh, that Rupert Murdoch... Uh, and his uh, 
portion of Foxtel should be allowed to uh, buy all of Ozstar and thus creating a subscription TV uh, monopoly in this country. And uh, they're saying, uh, we're going to think about it until September sometime. Right. Which, um, which is uh, kind of uh, paralleling uh, the, the Australia TV thing, which happened with the ABC and, uh, and Murdoch tendering for that and B Sky B. It seems that uh, the longer the whole news of the world and then, you know, the infection of uh, illegal phone hacking. But Allstar and Foxtel are the same, pretty much the same thing, aren't they? But they're like, owned, different regional, owned by different companies. They so. are, are they? But they just play the same. They have the same programming. So what what happens is there there's uh, so Foxtel is is uh, cable and Allstar yep. is satellite based. Right. That's that's the first difference, and they each supply channels. So they might co-own some channels. Mm-hmm. Uh, some channels are Fox only, and then Fox can then rent them out to to other television providers like Ozstar, uh, and then there are other independent channels like uh, MTV and what have you, which then get also rented out to all okay. of the all the distribution networks. So, for example, if you've got an IPTV uh, scenario like Fetch TV, uh, then you will have. Uh, the opportunity to get like Animal Planet and MTV and channels like that, but you won't have Fox Eight because that's that's not part of of their package. Ozstar mm-hmm. may or may not have Fox Eight. I don't know if you have Ozstar, which basically means say. no Simpsons. Oh, they'd have to yeah. have Fox Eight, wouldn't they? Oh, I couldn't. It's, it's actually it's going to be one of the hard things to live without when I get rid of my Foxtel. I've been thinking about this for a long time. I've called up to pull the plug the other day. Yeah. And then backed out. Backed out. Did they do you a deal? They didn't do me a deal. No, because because uh, I get it through. Because you're too soft. Through the, you just got. Oh no, I won't. I get it through the phone. Uh, I've got it getting the phone and the box are all on the same bill now. So I'm trying to get everything on one bill. Yep. Uh, and so I thought because you get a discount if you get everything. So that's still hot keeping me in there. That I think you get a ten dollar discount for bundling it all in together. It still it still doesn't work out that well. <laughs> no. <laughs> I will pay that hundred dollars, yeah, but I'll get ten dollars off. I feel like I'm making money now, so I couldn't disconnect it. Couldn't disconnect <laughs> it at all. Uh, but yeah, it's there's just so many TV commercials on on um, subscription TV now, aren't there? When it's, you're it's a bit this, crazy, isn't it? When you're paying this money, well, and so, yeah, and so commercials for other shows or commercials and products, for and products. Brands. Mm. a lot of those. Mm-hmm. It feels like a lot. <sighs> enough, enough to to. Make me wonder what the what the point is. I mean, there mm-hmm. there are some channels that have less, yep. uh, but Fox Eight has the the popular channels like Fox Eight. But it's almost like it's almost as though they've dropped the price for somebody to run a campaign on there, but subsequently have to sell a lot more advertising. It's, it, it, sure, that is that is entire the money that they would if it, they if they charged. What, you move is, that, sure is that just entire speculation yeah, on your part, Brett? Okay, because you're saying it like that's why I, I heard said, a rumor. Sounds, that's why I said yeah, it sounds you, like. But you say it sounds like a lot sometimes when you actually mean that you've heard someone say something. No, no, all right, I would say that the movie channels don't have the um, they don't the have ads. But I've I've got the basic package. I downgraded from the. I'm slowly working my way down. You should just be able to buy whichever channels you want. You should be able to. So they'll say, this channel's worth two did bucks you, a month. Did you get rid of Sport? Um, I had to. I've got... Ba- oh, no, you get... No, you don't get Sport and Basic. Yeah, I, no. I got I got rid of Sport as well. And uh, and a, as it turns out, I've, I've ended up having a lot more time to do other things. 
Turns out I was watching baseball a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a lot of sport uh, the, the, they televise, and you know if you like, it's great. But uh, I used to do work for Fox a little bit, and it was great. A lot of people um, would get it for the sport. That's mm, that's mm. the thing that I miss. Get it for. Especially if they lock those AFL rights away. Mm. It, it, the thing that I miss most is the the uh, the dog races. So they would have like uh, farm dog challenges. Ah, oh, I thought you meant like the trots <laughs> and the, the no 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 no. <laughs> no I mean I mean like you know th- where they train dogs to jump over fences and and herd cattle and go and uh, get round get round. Yeah, yep. I love that sheepdog trials. <laughs> sheepdog trials. That's it. And then they would also have hunting dog trials and. Heaps of stuff like that. So you're missing out on the dog trials. That's. I am. I am. It's a lot harder to bet on them. You don't watch them. <laughs> a lot harder. Uh, you mentioned AFL rights, and there is a lot of news about the NRL rights uh, at the moment. Uh, a lot of people are just tuning out now and going, blah, 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 when are they going to stop talking about sport? NRL. We're talking about rugby league. This is the is that the one they call rugby? That's the one they league. call league. Is that the other one? It's the one they call league. Okay. league. Union is the one they call rugby because that's actually rugby. I did see an email that Whereas we got from, from a, a Sydney listener who really league. didn't want to be talking about football but uh, did feel she needed to correct us. Yeah, league is a completely different game to rugby uh, and that's that's important to know. Uh, NRL wanted... Th- th- so th- there was this, uh, this, this meeting, a, a CEO and chairman's conference uh, on Thursday and... They came out of that conference saying that what they want for television broadcast rights is $1.4 billion. And uh, if you if you were sitting around and you thought there was like an earthquake or something, there was actually Channel 9 just going, gulp. <laughs> because Channel 9 loves having, the, uh, having league because it's the only sport they actually have now. Yep, yep. And uh, Origin are, are massive games for them. Huge games. They get... They get heaps and heaps of viewers for these. And it's mm-hmm. the only thing that people actually still watch on Channel but 9. But does anybody else want them? Like, is there, a, is there hot competition to actually get the rights? Well, Channel them? 10 not having the AFL rights now, I think, would be in, uh, in quite, quite hot contention for, uh, for snapping up some NRL rights if they can talk NRL down from $1.4 billion. But mm. I, I, I really think that no network in Australia has that money. I, I think the NRL is just being ridiculous. Do you think maybe it's too many guys without necks making decisions at <laughs> their head office? That's just a starting point, though, isn't it? They're going to work. You can negotiate from there, can't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could offer them $1.5 billion. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, the, the rights aren't up yet for, for a, a little while, but it is a lot of money, and, uh, and I think they are definitely going to have to come down. Yeah. They're definitely going to have to come down Channel 9. Get their hand off it. Channel 9 just don't have $1.4 billion. That, that, I'd be surprised if they had $1.4 million. Eddie Maguire, is, uh, he, he can't even buy name brand cereal anymore. <laughs> they can't pay him anymore. He, so he's on the uh, Coles flattened corn. Yeah, yeah. Just He gets flattened corn. That's what <laughs> he's having for breakfast now. It does sound like a made-up number. One point four yeah. million. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> What's it worth? Uh, pick a number between one point three and one point five billion. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's, that's a lot. That's What's a, the biggest number you can say without that, smirking? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Is it uh, is a billion a million million or a thousand million? A thousand million. It's a thousand million. Yeah. Now it is. 
Well, there used to be a US-UK kind of dichotomy going on there, but uh, then uh, financial money markets. Seventeen seventy-six that driven uh, everybody to. What what comes after a trillion? A gazillion. A Everyone giz- knows that. I think it might be quadrillion. Uh, but then I've heard like no, I think million quad- billion. I think a quadrillion is a class of aircraft from Battlestar Galactica. Uh-huh. Send out the quadrillions. I thought it was a whole company of uh, troops. No, no. No one's got more money than that. No one's got a quadrillion. But if you get that much, maybe you can make it up yourself, what it is called. Actually, yeah, I think that's what that's why people keep trying to get richer, so that they can make up <laughs> that's new what numbers. It costs to have the naming rights on it. How much, right. <laughs> then you've got nothing. How much money have you got? Infinity plus one. <laughs> and that is the Box Cutters News. Hi, I'm Adam Zouar. You might recognise my voice from ads before Australia Post. An HBA. Or maybe from the phone calls I make to your house late at night. And Wilfred. That's right. I make phone calls to your house late at night. I'm Adam Zouar. And you're listening to Box Cutters. It's the uh, man whose name appears on every single episode of the US series of Wilfred. All five of them so far. All five of them so far. They are making 13 of them. Wilfred is, uh, for those who are unaware, a show about a man who speaks to a dog... They smoke marijuana together and talk about their troubles. And when you say he speaks to a dog, he speaks to a, a bloke in a dog costume. So, yeah. Well, yes. Which yes. is a dog. He's a dog. The character is a dog, but is played by a bloke in a dog's mm-hmm. costume. The dog is not the man's best friend. No. I think that should be the tagline for the show. Dog is not man's best friend. Yeah. That's not, that's not bad. I should be in Hollywood. Well, get why, over there. Why am I not in Hollywood, it's, Dave? You can put... We should you can probably get a quite a cheap airfare. I could, yeah, I could over there and hock my box on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, is that, <laughs> is, is that what I'm supposed to do? Yeah, and then you'll get yep. Yeah, you can, yeah, uh, that's it. Then you can uh, work as a writer over there and come up with names. Um, what do you call it? Taglines for shows. Yeah, I think that's. I think I think that's it. So so because man talks. To, so so that's it. I mean, we've seen Wilfred. We've seen Wilfred on AB on SBS TV uh, in Australia. And mm-hmm. uh, that was Adam Zouar and Jason Gann. Jason Gann was the dog, Wilfred, man in a dog suit who smokes, pulls bongs, loves to lick breasts and uh, basically make the other character's life a living hell. Now, I think that in, in the Australian version, you were aware that he was a dog and he did exist. Watching the American one, I'm not sure. Does There's some points where... The dog does exist. He does exist. But it's a lot more about... Oh, this is a hallucination I'm having. Yeah. I'm having a breakdown. Well, uh, in this one, the dog is still played by Jason Gann. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the man, whose name is Ryan, played by Elijah Wood, Uh, he has the hots for his neighbour, Jenna, and Jenna's dog is Wilfred. He's also suicidal. He is suicidal... We see this right up front at the, the very start of the first episode. He yep. is he's trying to kill himself. He takes a whole lot of drugs to try to kill himself and then starts seeing this dog as a man in a dog suit who he has conversations with. And uh, we've got a clip of the first time Ryan and Wilfred have a conversation. Have a seat. I ain't going to bite you. Biting's the easy way out. Not that I don't think about it. <laughs> Ooh, bit jumpy, are we? Oh, cool. I'm seven years old, Ryan. Too old and too wise for lies. I can smell your fear, 
Like I smell the sour milk in the fridge. I drank some last night. It was fine. It was. But it's gone bad. Just happened while we were talking. No, I'm starting a new job today. Ryan, you're not going to work today. to get off <coughs> it's been a while can you really smell the milk in my fridge my nose is a very exquisite and sensitive organ and right now it is currently smelling fear fear sour milk and human shit you mean me no, i just showered i'm crazy clean back there there are such things in this world as particles Particles so small that you cannot possibly detect it with your naked eyes. And I put it to you that there are particles of human shit lingering in the fibres of your underpants. Uh, I don't think there's any particles. Mate, I'm telling you, there are particles. <laughs> and they are lingering. <laughs> Jason Gadd is really, really good as Wilfred. I mean, mm. I mean he's, he's always been great as, mm. as Wilfred and it's the same character and he's just doing it really well. The, the thing that I think the the US series of Wilfred has that the Australian series didn't have is the, the tone is a little bit different. It's it's well, still they, it's still not it's still not funny. Like I, I still can't say that the show is is necessarily funny. You're talking laugh out loud. Yeah, it's not it's not really laugh Belly out loud laugh. funny. Yeah, uh, but it's also not as horribly depressing as the Australian series of of Wilfred. This is a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a little bit more. Let's think about the psychological consequences of of what's happening, and that oh, the not only the consequences, but the the, the reasons for it, mm-hmm. and the consequences as well mm-hmm. of of what's happening to Ryan's character uh, with his relationship with Wilfred and how Wilfred is is playing it down. And In- it's very different from from the Australian version. Like uh, the basically, Wilfred is the device that that moved the story forward here as it is over there. But the stories themselves are completely different. When you say here, you mean Australia. <clears throat> In Australia, yeah. Yeah, uh, the, yeah the, the, the stories are completely different and the and it, it's got a lot to do with the way the human reacts to, to Wilfred. Mm, mm. Uh, and I really wish they would shut up. Mm. The, uh, the, the, the way Ryan... Uh, played by Elijah Wood, who you might remember from Lord of the Rings. Yep. Uh, the way he reacts to uh, to Wilfred is 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 very much a matter of fact. Sure, I'll accept that you exist, but uh, but I'm also not willing to move on with my life. Scenario like he he really sees Wilfred's existence as an opportunity to. Uh, to to not engage with his own life, he is quite aware that Wilfred's Wilfred as a man in a dog suit isn't real. That that it's really the dog. And, I don't know if he's and that manifestation yeah. is is just in his mind. I I don't know if he's quite because he he doesn't react to Wilfred when other people are around. He never kind of mm. gets into that awkward situation where he. He's being distracted and he, he has to explain it somehow, all that sort of stuff. Well, he, he does. 
really? he does he does react to to Wilfred, but in a way that still stays within the context of of the situation he's in. Uh, there's there's a cliff that we've got coming up where where he does just that. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, and, and this was developed for US by David Zuckerman, who uh, had worked on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air uh, originally, uh, then also uh, did some work on King of the Hill and Family Guy in the first couple of seasons of The Office, I think. Okay. Uh, US Office. The US Office. Mm-hmm. Or I might get that wrong. But uh, definitely Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and King of the Hill and Family Guy. Uh, so now I think I am, this is returned to live action for... for uh, first time in a while, and that's that's an interesting connection because I, uh, Brian from Family Guy is is something that I I have yeah, found myself right. considering a lot about. You know, it's not explained in Family Guy why everybody asks can can people he understand what Stewie's saying and and that's all the big question. Mm. But the the question about Brian, he's da- he going da- he dates and, and humans and dating humans, teaching classes, writing books, all that sort of stuff is never questioned. Much like Wilfred isn't questioning Wilfred US. Yeah, that's that is that is interesting. I hadn't thought about the the talking dog in in Family Guy. I just in Family Guy, I just kind of assume because nobody seems to interact with each other in Family Guy. They all just seem to be having conversations by themselves, and other people may or may not be in the room. Be not uh, a fan. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Family Guy at all. Uh, and uh, and. In Wilfred, they're very much having conversations with each other. But the, the point is, Ryan is taking a break from his life. Uh, and, and that makes a very big difference to, uh, to, to the tone of the show. Whereas in the Australian version, Adam Zouar was trying to get on with his life. Mm-hmm. Adam Zouar's character was trying to get on with his life, was trying to, to date this girl, was trying to find out wh- what was going on uh, with with his own future and Wilfred was a barrier to that. But in this one, it feels like Wilfred is in some ways being a very harsh mentor to mm. Ryan. He, he's, he's trying to push him into some kind of action. Is it almost, a, what's the, uh, is it the Tyler Durden? Is that the, yeah. Fight Club yeah. the is there a bit of that going on at points? Cause there was a few points where I thought maybe Wilfred doesn't exist in this, in the U S version. But other people see him and scratch him, don't they? Well, trying to get him in trouble with the neighbour, the the bikey neighbour. Yeah, yeah. Th- yeah. Th- throwing his uh, th- throwing his wallet over the over the fence, and yeah. actually that leads to the confrontation we have in this uh, in this next clip. I know you're in Why there. Why the hell would you leave my wallet outside his window? I don't know, Ryan. Why is the sky grey? Why is the grass grey? <laughs> Why is a rainbow grey, 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 and infragrey? Now open the door. Pull down his pants and tear that ass up. Hey, Ryan. Lose something? Oh, oh, well, I've been looking for this. Yeah, because you dropped it when you broke into my house, you piece of shit. Enough words, Ryan. I'll hold him down. You get his pants. No, 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 no. I I can explain. Yeah, go ahead, but I'm not a very good listener. They, uh, they they broke into my house, too. Come on, Ryan. I need a complete toss. It would Keep talking. Yeah, they stole my wallet. They, they must have dropped it when they broke into your house. Bullshit. bullshit. No, n- no bullshit. And uh, that sick bastard actually took a dump on my Blu-ray. You shitting my boots! <laughs> Guess you think you're pretty clever, eh, Ryan? Yeah. Well, looks like we're both victims here. I'm sorry, I, I-, I didn't even get your name. It's Spencer. 
You know, it's funny, I, I've seen you around the neighborhood and I, I always figured you were a dick, but now I feel like I'm the dick. <laughs> I'm sorry I barged in on you. Hey, it's fine. Anytime. You make me sick. Huh, you're mad at me? You set me up. You pushed out. I did not push out. Sometimes when I look at you, I can almost see a giant tampon string hanging out of you. Ryan, you can't run away from your problems. Look, I took care of this my way. The way they did not get my ass kicked. He's gone, and he's not coming back. Well, that's interesting, because he's at the front door. No, he's not. Hey, now that I think you're cool, and you think I'm cool, I was thinking we could hang out. Oh, um... You like porn? God, listen to me. Am I some kind of idiot? Who doesn't like porn? That's uh, the, the neighbor Spencer is played by Ethan Suplee, who, who you Randy remember from. from yeah. My name is Elle. Yep. Uh, There's some great cameos in the US Wilfred. Oh, I mean, there were some great cameos in the Australian Wilfred as well. Um, who else they got uh, from Ed Helms? They got Ed, Ed, Ed Helms. Helms. Mary, uh, who's 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 Ted Danson's wife? Oh, Mary Steenburgen. She's in it. I think. Yes, I, I think she's. I think she. Was I think I read episode. somewhere she's in. It. And uh, who's the mum from Malcolm in the Middle? She's in it. I think. Right. I, I'm not going to try to pronounce her name. Oh, now. I've I've read this Dan somewhere. Gra- Gra- I, I'm pretty sure she's in it. So um, that, I'll give you a ninety percent on that one. Where I've read these. I mean, uh, the, yeah. And uh, and uh, the woman from Parks and Recreation. And is, the Office. And, and the Office yep. is uh, is. They haven't is got any other animals in, in it yet. I wonder if they're going to do that with the... Because, you know, the Australian one had, had possums and uh, and cats, uh, more so in the second other series. Yeah, in, the, se- the suits, second yeah. series had other uh, Parrots had other and other animals. I wonder if they're going to do that in the US, because they could get some great cameos. I'm sure there'd be people who would line up to to play an animal. Well, it's, it's, it's fun. Uh, there is something about the US one. It just works. It I mean, is, the Australian it one didn't, didn't gel with me. And this... This one, I still like. Maybe I'm reluctant to to like it because I didn't like the Australian one, and I feel like I should be patriotic and not like this one either. <laughs> but there is something about this one that just works a little bit better. I find right. Yeah, I, I liked the Australian one, um, and I and I was watching the American Wilfred, thinking, let, let's say, I'd never seen the Australian one, and I think I would love it if I, I probably would love it more if I hadn't seen the Australian mm. one because if that, that that comes out of the states, because you don't get things like that. That often, I don't think, do you? That uh, in, shows in, like that a, a concept as as out there as Wilfred, you do not get in. I mean, you, you barely get it in in Australia. We were mm. really lucky to to have it. Uh, it's the sort of thing that would happen in New Zealand and would never go anywhere else. Mm. Uh, and yeah, in America, it's 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 especially for a live action show, it's really unlikely. And I've been really I've been really surprised at, at how it's been scripted. That that it's. Like, it seems like a really challenging script for an American audience. It, it hasn't been, like, you know, talking about you, you're such a pussy, I, mm. I, I see you and you've got a tampon string hanging out of you. That kind of stuff I, you, you don't see in much U.S. comedy. No, it's, it's, it is on the FX network, which, yeah. as we've explained, so is basic, basic cable. Uh, so they can say shit, but they, they uh, can't say other swear words. They're self-regulated. Who knows why they do whatever they do. But... Uh, but it is interesting that they they've managed to do it. It's it's become quite popular. I, I think when one of you saying that it had the highest rating for a comedy on on FX, on FX ever. Yeah. Uh, the uh, it, I think the they, ratings for the first series are going that way. The highest ratings first series, that's, or, and that's fantastic. And yeah. They did they did a spot at Comic Con uh, last week, and 
uh, showed an episode and it got excellent support there from the geeks. Uh, fr- from the geeks. Yep. Um, and as we know from previous years, if you do well at Comic-Con, you will continue to do well throughout the year. Uh, David Zuckerman uh, said that there is definitely going to be a second series. So things are looking up. I also heard, um, I think, uh, Zuckerman saying that he was maybe going to focus on some different uh, characters too in the second series, maybe exploring different characters and from a different point of view, perhaps. Well, I think th- assumedly, fun. once he, they're actually, he's actually going to get together or try dating and then not be together with the neighbour. Mm. Um, and the sister has come in uh, by the fifth episode. Well, she was in the first episode as well. Um, yeah, as as. I like she's, the sister. She's very character. annoying. Oh, I don't when she enjoy returns. I do, I do enjoy the sister character she's, in that. She's was she, very, very, I don't very, remember her being like that in the first episode. Oh, yeah. She she really had. Uh, I had to not. I, I really, when I was looking for clips, made sure to not get a clip with her in it because her voice is so screechy <laughs> that listening to it with headphones just uh, just completely blows your, your brains out. But. Uh, it's some really interesting characterizations. I think it's definitely worth having a look at. It is on uh, 9.30 on Tuesday nights, I believe, on... On 11, not 11. It's 9.30 on Tuesday nights uh, on 11, and uh, you can see it there. But you can also catch up with episodes. If you haven't seen them, you can catch up legally with episodes mm. on the 11 website uh, where you have to watch... I think th- That's one up from the 10 website. It's actually just 11.com.au. What do you think about the way they've they've packaged it with that sort of the indie font they've used, that that font that they use for... I think think their marketing team have gone, have have done very well. Who's the... uh, What's What's that used in 500 Days of Summer? And and, what's that Uh, other one where, not knocked up, where he... Teenage... Yeah. uh, Juno sort of font, that that style of handwritten... Kind of handwritten, hand-drawn, comic book-y kind of font. I think the package it it, it 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 looks good too, and all all the posters you see, I, I like the way they've marketed it. Yeah, I think they've done they've done very well. Wilfred Brimley, so far no references. Are you one of those that follows follows follows, follows, follows the ads? Get me a jury and show me how you can say in July, and I'll go down on you. Brett, you don't buy McDonald's. And that's good because, um, you know, their um, fries will make you fat. I haven't bought McDonald's for some time, but Am I also get in trouble for buy that? their ads. Am I going to get in trouble for saying that? Uh, did, wasn't that uh, proven by Morgan, Toby, Spur- Morgan Spurlock? Yeah, I, I, said, I said McDonald's, eating McDonald's fries will make you fat. If you Toby, eat too many of them. You're our lawyer in residence. He, he thinks I'm fine. He thinks I'm fine. That's great. If you eat too many of them, yeah. uh, they will. As, uh, Unless you throw up most afterwards. Ah, if you're into that, mm. just make sure that you do it soon after eating. Otherwise, the acid will eat away at your teeth. Oh, I didn't know. Tips that. for bulimics everywhere. Thanks, thanks, Brad. <laughs> you don't, you don't buy McDonald's. If you don't buy that, what? I don't. The ANZ ad with Simon Baker Denny, or is it Simon Denny now? Have you seen that one? Oh, it was Simon Baker. That's Simon Baker now. Simon Baker. Have you seen the ANZ uh, commercial? Yeah. Where he's putting on the American accent. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. I, see, I watch ads in Fast Forward. Uh, yeah, so, you've got IQ or something. Like yeah. I have to sit through it. So he's got an American accent. He's putting on an that, American accent. Well, you say he's putting it on. He's living over there. When yeah. you're, when you're, but he knows how to do an Australian one. Engulfed in it. Yeah, well, he did it on East Street. But he does he want to put it on? Well, I don't know. ANZ's a, isn't it Australian New Zealand Banking Corporation? Why is he calling it ANZ? 
<laughs> I don't. I don't think he even mentions it. No. No. Anyway, he, he talks I, I was about my cute. bank or something. Sorry, I was just. Um, I'll, I'll, watch, it. I'll watch it next time. Watch and, it. And, uh, but yeah, for those that don't know, he's Australian or from East Street. They know yeah. it from the mentalist. And, from the mentalist. And that's why they're They've paying him all the big bucks. To put on. To do the Or act. to do the accent. Yeah. So if, if he turned up and, and yeah, he suddenly had this Aussie accent, three quarters of the population are probably going to go, who's this tall? But the line why is. Why is that guy putting on an Aussie mm, accent? Okay. Yeah. What is it about McDonald's that you don't buy, Brent? Um, there's there's a couple of ads which I, I I've got some some concerns about their uh, their advertising agency and and uh, where they're going. The first one is is this one, which uh, it's it's a family goes in and uh, has a bit of a family chicken meal. Please welcome our greatest dinner box yet, the family chicken dinner box. Two delicious McChickens, ten McBites, two chicken and cheeseburgers with four succulent McWings, fries and drinks for all. You'll save over $15. More than you expect at McDonald's. Uh, so so the, family, the family goes to McDonald's and, and they get the, the boxes and, and they're I've just laughing and, and they're giggling a... and stuff. Mm. Mm. Noise. That that's the script, I and then laughs. They're surprised, and and, and, and then on, a little so, bit so of the, uh, domestic violence going on from the father oh, whacking the son, and that's that's just and the gen- mother looking super pissed off. But who made them war noise? And what is that a noise of surprise, or is that a noise tr- pretending it's, to be a chicken? Or it's not exactly a surprise. Clear. I, I think the I assume that com- that it comes from the mum because like, oh, she's so so all, impressed oh, by oh, how much value there is. Look at all. Look inside. Look how much there is there. Oh. Right, <laughs> that's what they're doing. That's why oh, you. That's that's why you're the actor, Dave. Oh, wow, that's, that's how I would have done it if yeah, they'd asked me to be in that McDonald's camera. If, if, if you were the mum, if, if you were the mum in that ad, <laughs> the uh, uh, so right. Well, yeah, I'm I'm with you, Brett. I don't I don't buy that either. It just it doesn't. I feel like a boss I, they lost, now, actually. They lost me at McWing as well. Mm, no. McWings are back? What? What's a McWing? Does it have a bone in it? Is, is it that, actually a wing? Or is I, it just, I suspect it's is it just like wing-shaped protein the, substance. I don't think it's it is. It's lips and assholes, uh, <laughs> much much like the McRib that's it's been not, pressed not. Into, into shape. I, um, I don't understand the, the American just obsession with McRibs. It's the People source, are, are insane apparently. for it over there. I don't know. What's the, what's the second ad? Uh, the second one is uh, this one. Thanks. Well done. Wait. That's no. the same one. Sorry. Look at all the value oh. I'm getting in this box. Oh. Wow. Hey, oh. you, son, look in my box. <laughs> this cup's for you, complainers. Thanks to you, we've changed to a richer, smoother blend. We're retraining our baristas. So we've changed Corey for Corey. And if you're still not satisfied, we'll replace your coffee for free. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. That's quite good. Um, so, so what's... Negative much? What? This one's for you complainers. You fucking assholes <laughs> who just wouldn't be satisfied with she McDonald's fucking cappuccino coffee. Well, if you're going to read that into the subtext of the ad, Brett, I just thought it was, we've got better coffee now. For your... Winges. So, so you think... Yeah, exactly. You think that, that they're saying complainers in a positive aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is for all the complainers Fine, I out guess there. if you... This is for all the... We're going to be freaking whinges about yeah. it all, then... 
fine. We'll I, actually use I'm, coffee beans. I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to the to the oh, no. sequel to that ad. And this is one for you haters. We've closed down 18 stores in your city in the last 10 weeks. They Why would that be an ad? They wouldn't do that. Yeah, no, no, that's that's because that's they're just they so start with the doing. complainers and they go with the haters and then they. Uh, go with the the uh, the anti capitalists. Are you satisfied now? Yeah, are you are satisfied. You, are, are, are you happy now? Do you really think every that- every hamburger is now equal to one comrade unit? Are you happy, anti capitalists? <laughs> it's just part of a series, Brett. I think I think what they did was they 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 started the ad with this is for the complainers to get your attention, which they did successfully, and then oh, insulted me. Yeah, yeah okay. and then got you to speak about. McDonald's for 10 minutes on a podcast. Gary Postman, I have a letter for you. No, I'm just the postman. The postman. The postman. Letters to Boxcutters. If you have letters to send to Boxcutters, you can email hooray at boxcutters.net or mm-hmm. go to the contact page on the blog at boxcutters.net. Josh, I've got a letter in an envelope. Where do I send it? Uh, you can... Are details on the website? Uh, there are no details on the website. Oh, curious. Uh, if you have an actual physical letter to send to Boxcutters... Care of Triple R, rr.org.au. You can do that. We've, we've got... The address you know, is I've, there. Got, I've got access got, to a couple you, of you PO boxes. You a pigeonhole here or something. I do have a pee hole here, yes. Uh, the... Uh, but you know, I don't. I don't want to use you know Triple R's valuable mail resources to. Well, it's not like we're sending out stuff from Triple R. Well, that's that's true. But still, very good receiver. Still, hmm. still, you can you can send it to you know Care, Care of Brett and, yeah. and we'll get yeah. it. I've also We've got a special of, packages coming. I'll, I'll find out from the people who own the PO boxes that I use if I can uh, if I can put that on the uh, on the website and okay. see. <laughs> Meanwhile, we did get some emails through. This one came from Trudy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recently discovered your podcast and have been listening to back editions while I have been convalescing at home with a broken ankle. I'm sorry oh. to hear that. But I'm glad you're convalescing and not getting worse. Don't mm. walk on it. That's my advice. I hope it's set well. And this has been Dr. Josh. Mm. Maybe you should walk on it a little bit. And that has been Dr. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> ah. This is a good show. This is a, this is a whole new segment. Dr. Josh and Dr. Dave. Dr. You know, you know that's who Dave is on Twitter. I, I pose as a doctor. I do diagnoses. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. I've That's cured a few people of, um, of things they didn't have yet. <laughs> That's no. right. I don't know if it's illegal, if I'm going to get in trouble, but or if, they, if I need insurance. But, yeah, no, this certainly feels good to help. Tr- Trudy goes on to say that, uh, quote, I, I've noted a few inaccuracies that I would like to point out. Please note I've not kept track of which episodes I heard these comments made on. It's somewhere between episode 271 and episode 1. In, in reverse chronological yes. order. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, so yeah. she's just got Those some dot points. Ones, they're terrible. I'm surprised there's not more. <laughs> just some dot points. The original CSI is based in Las Vegas, not Miami. I really? like these because they're so out of context. <laughs> I don't remember saying that, it's but by sure. The way, yeah. Um, I don't uh, remember a Las Vegas one. Oh, no, it's original CSI. It's Las Vegas. Because it's all about the. No, that's CSI Miami. Yeah. That's why it's called yeah. CSI Miami. It's all about him with his glasses. That's, can I keep reading? Go on. Yeah, because we'll get into the same problems before. Go on. And then, you know, someone's going to get stabbed, and it's not going to be Toby. Is it me? Yeah. You're close. <sighs> Just saying. Uh, Estelle Getty's character in The Golden Girls did not have dementia. Oh, did we say that? I did say that. You know why? Because <gasps> it was true. Uh Show me evidence there, Trudy. The relationship between Rake's son and his teacher was not treated lightly, and both Rake and his ex-wife were up in arms about it. 
over several episodes. I thought that. Uh, I agree with him. Yeah. You agree with him, Trudy. I said I agree with you. I think you said him. I think you said him. Trudy, I'm I'm talking to Trudy. All right. Dave, you put your hand out. Do you want to hold it? <laughs> no. All right. And I'm just, just resting on the desk. <laughs> Billy, from, now this is a recent episode. Billy yep. from MasterChef grew up in a Buddhist family. He is gay, but the two are not mutually exclusive. Who's Billy? I'm MasterChef. MasterChef. Which one is he? Is he the young surfy guy? No, he's the Asian gay one. Is he the tough and <laughs> Asian gay one? Uh, and in same. Crownies, there was a shot of the DPP office with New South Wales featured underneath it. Keen eye, Trudy. Best of all, Trudy. Or the APP. No, it's DPP. Office of Public Prosecution. It's not the Office of Public... Because it's the Director of Public Prosecution. Didn't we say that? I'm reading it from her thing. Continue. That's it. It's very nice of Trudy to um, point those things out. It it is. It is. I appreciate that, Trudy. Even if you're wrong in some reasons. Uh, An email from uh, Shane Boxcutter. (laughs) Shabo. Shane Boxcutter. Yes. He asks, uh, is Falling Skies worth watching? I can't remember if you've reviewed it or not, but I hope you will if possible. I've uh, caught a a few episodes of it. Next week, Shane. Uh, Next week is Falling Skies Week. week. Yeah, that's next Uh, week. It's on the list of uh, of shows we're reviewing. So so that other one will be the week after? Yeah. That's how that works. Uh, Franklin and... and Franklin Bash will be the week after. Uh, We also got some tweets uh, from uh, Visbooks. The Almighty Johnsons. Utterly brilliant. Cheers to it, Box Cutters cast, for the tip-off. And, Brett, you've got a tweet there as well. Uh, was he watching it on telly or has he uh, picked it up on the special? I don't know. <clears throat> I and just read what was in his tweet. From at Warlock. I think more people should listen to Box Cutters cast so I don't get weird looks when I use There Is No Video podcast as a saying. How good is that? How I, good is that? I like to create memes. So uh, <laughs> I've been trying for five years, six years. <laughs> There is no box cutters meme. Uh, if you want to send us emails, you can. Hooray at boxcutters.net. And on Twitter, we are at boxcutterscast. If you watch one thing. Dave Lawson, if you were going to watch one thing on TV this week, what would it be? Would not miss an episode of Gorilla Gardeners on Channel 1 at 5pm. Oh, I've heard so much good stuff about that. It's back. Have you heard about this show? Gorilla Gardeners, I hear... Okay, oh, this this is my understanding. My understanding is it's, it's, it's people who are gardeners, they have spades and stuff, they go to public places and make them better. Uh, yep, it's a renegade army. Renegade army! Wages war. <gasps> Against bad public gardens. Mm-hmm. Uh, or non-gardens. Is or that not bits, is, is it legal? It's, well, you know, years passed, so they can't prosecute anymore. So right. they can play them, play the episodes. Uh, you know who's on that show? You know who's on that show? Remember that guy from those, the like, footy ads, those Toyota footy ads, where two guys are oh, Stephen like, Curry. Re- yes, no, no, the funny one. No, the other one, not Stephen Curry. The one, yeah, the one who's not Stephen Co- Adam Swar, I think it is. It's not Adam Swar. It's, it's me. Really? It's me. Oh, it's what? you. What? It's me. It's you. Yeah, I'll be. So Dave Lawson. I'll be watching. Uh, I'll be watching myself on um, five pm on Channel five, One. Five pm Channel One weekdays. That's right. Set set your uh, set your HD recorder for it. Brett, Record them and watch them over and over again. Oh, yeah, you, and, it's one of, and, and it is one of those shows that you can just you can. Do you get do you, every time you, you just learn something new? Yeah, you, it's it's one of it's layered. It's like Twin Peaks. 
It's like Twin Peaks sort about of. gardens. Yeah, you never pick it's up like the a whole new story. It's like the new Twin Peaks. Do you get money out of out of no, this area? No, I don't think so. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. Who is your Who is your agent? No, I think like they just. Um, I don't know what happens with that actually. No, because they bought it. They bought it. I didn't just they pay you full up straight off. Like, did yeah. you get paid for the, the episodes paid, yeah, that didn't go to pay, pay me in seed bombs, packets of seed bombs and nice. nasturtiums and calistamins. Nice, nice. You can get a cream for that now. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it clears up on itself. <laughs> I think uh, hot, dogs is, hot Docs this week sounds fascinating. It's so this is about sexy doctors. <laughs> yes, on SBS, as it always is on Tuesday nights at 10pm. Uh, this one's called The Confessions. It's about... Um, Four Navy men who had uh, served 12 years in prison for a rape that they had confessed for, but then the guy that actually did it, whose DNA they had on, on the scene, uh, wrote a letter from prison. He was locked up for something else, saying, yeah, I did it. Uh, and what happens when... or what what has happened to lead to four guys out of the army confessing for something that they never did? Oh, that sounds fascinating. Did they do time for... 12 years. Oh, they did, they all did 12 years? Yeah. So, what do they call that? It's not a double jeopardy. Isn't that something like that? When you no, do time for something you didn't commit, then... That's just a big whoopsie, I think uh. it's called. I think in, in legal terms, Toby Halligan, who is a lawyer, oh, yeah. is uh, is nodding. It is called a big whoopsie. Double jeopardy is uh, that? a, a, that's a the timeless second... uh, tradition of law where if you get charged for murder once and, and you get off it, you can't be recharged. Oh, okay. Although, Ted Ballew, the Victorian uh, state government are uh, talking about uh, not following that uh, tradition in a number of cases. Just to... Uh, just such to... as the Wall Street bombers, I believe. I'm glad... Where something in particular went went on with the uh, the witnesses and caused the, the trial to break down. I'm glad you brought that up for Toby to look up because I was going to do a little bit of uh, Toby Halligan's Trotters by saying Double Jeopardy is also a film starring Ashley Judd and Tommy Lee Jones and it is also the second round of Jeopardy on the game show Jeopardy. Because the <laughs> cash prizes go double? Correct. Ah. That is Double Jeopardy. If I was going to watch with the question, if I was going to watch one thing this week, it would be Judith Lucy's spiritual journey. Of course, me too. Wednesday night at nine thirty. You can't. You're watching Gorilla Gardeners (laughs) constantly (laughs) on loop. So I can't watch that. No, unless unless you got two TVs. Well, I might find one. There's a a heap of them on the side of the road at the moment. Uh, There's a CRT TV <laughs> army gathering on the. On That's the, right. Nature's Jesus, I've seen I've seen people just taking them and they're using them instead of bricks now. It's, uh, it's, or it's fish good. tanks. You could turn them into fish tanks. Oh. That's a popular use for the yeah. TVs. Judith Lucy's spiritual journey Wednesday night nine thirty p.m. on ABC One, and I'm sure you can catch up with it on iView if you miss it. But why would you miss it? Everyone's going to talk about it the next day at work. Hey, um, when I cast my pod. It's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters. Pod. Cast. Done. Pork is on the table. Just before we bring Toby Halligan on to do Trotters, uh, last week I uh, forgot to mention that the new website, which you will see at Mm boxcutters.net, was... uh, very lo- lovingly supplied by Soup Giant, which, sure, is a business that I part own. Uh, but Peter Wilson, who uh, also controls our servers, did all of the coding on it and makes it work really, really well. And the graphic design was done by Krista at Zpol Graphic Design. So uh, uh, Peter wants some uh, QA 
done on it. So get on there and try and break it. Yeah, just keep clicking stuff. Click stuff, and if something doesn't work, let us know. Yeah. Uh, it should work in uh, on all your mobile phones and the iPhone. Have you seen the iPhone version of it, Brett? I've, I've looked at it on my iPhone. It looks great. Oh. It looks great on the iPhone. Uh, will it work on my Netscape Navigator 2? No. A, is it like an app? Is it an app? No, it's a website. It's a website, but it, it, fits, but on it, your mobile it phone. fits on your mobile phone really, really well. Yeah, guys. Yeah, I know. He's amazing. That's why he's amazing. And Krista did a, a beautiful design. So thank you very much to them. And now, after many weeks away, it is time to welcome back Dave Lawson to hey, the mic. Hey, how's you it going? Have you yeah. caught into show Gorilla Gardeners five o'clock? Yeah, I hear on I, Channel I hear One. It's good. There's I, such buzz about it. Yeah, yeah. I wish you Groundswell. know what? Is that what I, I wish we could all. Not I wish we could all be on uh, TV on this show, but we can't. We can't. Anyway, can't we? now it's, it's time for Toby Halligan oh, with thanks. Trotters. Who's... <laughs> So, you say Dave's the only one. Greetings, greetings. Welcome. Well, let's just uh, clear up a few of the, the various factual errors and problems that emerged um, over the course of the last hour and a half. Um, Jane <laughs> Kazmarek did indeed do a cameo on... Kaczmarek, I think. Kaczmarek? Kaczmarek. Yeah. Isn't it a silent C? No, it's not. Not in Polish, it's not. Right. So why didn't you pronounce it before if you know how to pronounce it? Because I didn't remember how, I didn't remember what, what the, the name was. was. Oh, well, now you know. Now I know. Um, uh, Wilfred Brimley has not only not appeared in Wilfred, he supports cockfighting. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Little... Are you sure about that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I not only look up, looked up Wikipedia, I looked up the article. Who's Wilfred Brimley again? Uh, as well. Who well it's the guy from Cocoon. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, right. I like that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Didn't um, he die in that film? I, no, I, he went up into space. <laughs> um, Spoiler. Captain Marvel uh, premiered in America on July the 22nd. Um, it made Captain six, America. Uh, Captain America, sorry. I apologise. Uh, it made $65 million, knocking Harry Potter off um, the top-rating films on Rotten Take Tomatoes. Take that, Potter. Yeah, boom, Harry, boom. It um, uh, got a ranking of 72% fresh with uh, 99 fresh reviews and 38 rotten reviews and 77,000-plus user ratings uh, for 96 percent of people were excited to see it which gives you a general kind of impression of how it was received perhaps yeah, mm. yeah. um birds of prey there were 13 episodes thank you um and it had weekly ratings of 7.6 million which was very good at that time i believe no it's not it's like rating 760,000 here mm, yeah. yeah it's not it's not good okay um now we were discussing before regarding oztel and foxstars uh, sorry <laughs> oztars and foxtel's um the takeover. Mm -hmm. um, and, Brett, you were talking about whether or not the News of the World scandal had any impact. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think so, just because the Competition well. Consumer Act 2010 is very, very clear in that it requires the prohibition of acquisitions that res result in a substantial lessening of competition. And because these are the, the two only services that provide pay t TV services in Australia, independently of anything that was going on with News of the World, um, yeah, there would be just objective legislative problems with the takeover, basically. So while the News of the World may be, you know, part of the general firmament, yeah, yeah, etc., yeah. I think the legal interpretation of the ACCC is pretty clear. I'm pretty sure I read like a week or two ago... Brett, Brett, can I stop you now? So, because A, Toby's a lawyer, and B, he has the information in front of him. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> but, but it seems that everybody that was in the know a couple of weeks ago was saying it's a done deal. Yeah. Yeah. So, so while officially and, and according to legislation, sure you're not thinking about the Sky stuff, ABC no, one. Or? No, no, no. Yeah. Anyway, um, who who knows what the regulator says? After all, they're only going by legislation. Or, or what's in Brett's brain? Yeah. Either or. Um, regarding the NRL, like I've actually read a couple of interesting things while the podcast has been going on regarding the NRL. Toby, 
etched into the microphone. Okay, thank you. <laughs> that suggests that they've uh, overbid themselves massively. So the AFL got their TV rights for $1.253 billion, uh, this year. And the AFL audiences, basically, there's actually quite a good article that I found that does quite detailed analysis as to why the AFL uh, consistently out-earns um, the NRL, and that's uh, not only because of the different structures of the games. The games are longer. There's more scoring opportunities, so there's more opportunities for advertising. Uh-huh. Mm. There's also uh, five capital cities AFL is popular in, whereas NRL is very popular, obviously, in kind of only two. The NRL dominates in pay TV, indeed, in pay television. Uh, 73 of the top 100 most popular shows are actually NRL games, right. which means that um, in Queensland and New South Wales, those two states actually have much higher pay TV penetration rates than the other states. It's like 40% in New South Wales and Queensland in large part because uh, NRL games and so many more are screened on pay TV. But um, nonetheless, overall, uh, I won't go through all the figures. Uh, The most telling, this is from 2009, was that, so the AFL for the whole season was watched by a total of 65 million people. Obviously that's, you know, broken down Mm. into, you know, etc. While the NRL was uh, only 40 million. So for advertisers you know, minute by minute, and based on all those kinds of opportunities, there's no way the NRL is going to be able to get. So, so you, more you, would, you would you would assume that the NRL would not try to ask for more than say two thirds of what the yeah, AFL got. Absolutely, just on a very basic layman's economic. Term. You, yep. you, you would think the if AFL got 1.2 billion dollars, then uh, NRL would look for a, a, like. 800 million. Absolutely. So I think what there's general agreement that I think presently they get uh, a little over $100 million a year right now. So there's general agreement that them asking for more presently is very, very logical and, you know, of course, inflation, et cetera, et cetera. But it does seem like they've really overshot the mark. Well, they went from $100 million to $1.4 billion. No, 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 not $1.4 billion. Sorry, sorry. $1.4 billion is like over five years. Right, yeah, okay, right. Like that. Um, so it does seem like they've massively overplayed mm. their hand and there's a general commentary about the impact this will have on David Gallup, et cetera. But anyway, that was just a bit more kind of information about that because I do think it's kind of quite interesting looking at how that stuff works down. Uh, a quadrillion is after a trillion. Um, when does a gazillion happen? Uh, a gazillion doesn't happen. What? Um, I think gazillion that's might be a made-up word. Seven by three. It's it's uh, one with twenty-one zeros after. No, it's not. Oh, okay, a sextillion okay. is. A sextillion is. So no, no. <laughs> I think I think that was a, a type of people on Doctor Who <laughs> goes to the sextillion planet. I'm pretty sure you're wrong, there, Josh. Actually, I I think because um, I I actually have read quite a lot about the history of big numbers <laughs> over the course of this podcast. <laughs> like I I don't want to. Uh, where is it? It was so interesting. What I found, I've, I've lost it somehow. So, so I'm guessing because qu- quadrillion, uh, uh, um, uh, qu- quinillion, quinillion, right? And you sextillion, add three zeros, it does, and it goes up to nine million and dectillion, not, not, and nonillion. Yeah, and the origins it actually originates um, in French, uh, uh, in the French language, um, and relates to it was in the fifteenth century. Oh, so you would so you would have to go sextillion. Oh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and that takes up obviously. Soixante-neuf million. 
Um, regarding McDonald's advertisements, so the, that coffee ad mm. actually came in the context of a whole bunch of newspaper articles in early June attacking the quality of McDonald's coffee. And crap. so McDonald's actually has launched an official campaign where they hired, for their 650 restaurants, specialised baristas. So that ad campaign was tapping into something very, very particular. Except um, they Mc- didn't actually change the baristas. Brett, so let just, it go. Brett, let it yeah. go. Brush um, Corey's hair. I, either way, um, I think uh, they, they did notice well that McDonald's is technically the most popular coffee chain in Australia. So McCafe clearly does pretty well. But one interesting thing about McDonald's ads generally and the quality of them, I have to admit I couldn't find the exact figure on this, but I recall in a, an episode of the Gruen Transfer, they were talking about how annually McDonald's does something like 200 plus advertisements. Like they just have that many different ads going at different times on different stations. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. so for... Four different ads running every week. I think it must be something like that. Yeah, like basically mm. the, the figure on Gruen was certainly in that order uh, of magnitude. And it's mm. just because they recognise that, you know, obviously their brand name, everyone knows about the brand name. So keeping the ads interesting and fresh and different is just mm. something they have to do. But they want to keep it in people's minds and keep well, people and being I, reminded of the flavour. I think there we saw we saw two really good examples. I, I think McDonald's is one of the greatest advertisers yeah. in, in, in the history of TV advertising. Uh, and there we saw two different ads. One was about a special offer and one was an information about their general products. Yep. And the complainers. And they oh Brett. <laughs> they uh, I'm so not impressed. <laughs> and and so and they and they do that really well. They do a a by the way, don't forget you can get this thing and you've always been able to get this thing or we've, we've improved this thing but you've also got this, yep. values, this value proposition uh, yeah, available. Absolutely. Well, to give an example of that, in, this is from August 2010, uh, McDonald's spent $90,000 just on the food when they were making their ads for the new Angus Burger launch. Mm-hmm. $90,000 just on the food, and they spent a total of something like $10 million for the marketing campaign for, for the new Angus Burgers. But the result was they earned $2 million a week just from Angus Burger sales. Mm. Um, following on from that. So they're very clever about it. They know exactly what they're doing. Can, we, can we stop talking about it, though? Because mm. the, the amount of drool coming down <laughs> Dave's face <laughs> is... Yeah. He just loves it too I, much. I, yeah. Not, they are hard to resist, but yeah. they're, they're, it's, there's good reason for that because they're very effective at advertising. Regarding what you're saying about Double Jeopardy, Brett, that actually sounds like it would have been a mistrial because, I, you know, Double Jeopardy, you know, if there was tampering with the jury or there was some kind of dysfunction within the trial, I don't think... Over the Wall Street stuff? Sorry? Over the Wall Street stuff. What, that was, what, what was, that was the case that was uh, specifically cited, uh, but, but it wasn't talking just specifically about that one case. They were saying we're going to not observe that tradition and start, like start recharging people for murder. Brett, how about if you, uh, during the week, find the article that, yeah, that yeah. you remember and, and using. email uh, it to me uh, and like I'll, it was, I'll, put it, I'll put it in as an update to, yep, to the blog yep, post. Yep. We'll follow it up. And, and look, you know, as well, look, I, I, feel, I feel a bit weird because I know I've just come back, you know, obviously, but there's, there's every chance this could be my, my last box cutters. What? Just because I don't know whether you guys know, but um, yesterday uh, my career exploded like the Hindenburg with at long last... Oh, bad, so badly. Like, like really, really, really badly with of, lots of people dying. Oh, and of, of Strictly Speaking. The what? Oh, I love that show. I love that Nuclear show. show at the sweet spot time of 10.15pm 
on a Sunday evening. It's I'll, I'll, on a, ABC. I'll like on ABC. Two. Did you get? Ah, <laughs> did you see, that is, so that you didn't is gazump, the sweet spot. You didn't gazump compass or anything. Sweet pot. Oh well, I I, I would have. Did could've. you make it through to the next round? I I did. Oh, I did. So you and win? I, I can now officially. Well, I obviously can't disclose that, can I? I mean, we find you know, out next week. <laughs> you know, clearly, the show's pretty important to ABC's programming. You know, Cle- and their ratings. Clearly. They're clearly relying. That was on, a good show. So, show so your episode has finally aired. Then, uh, well, finally, it's, you know, I think they just wanted to drag out the anticipation, Josh. I think right. that's what it was. And I mean, I think I was on the I'm just waiting for that call from Julia Gillard asking me to start working as her speechwriter or indeed you know has her speech maker or, like you know or, i think i think i could easily be trained to actually give julia gillard speeches like hide in the little mic stands and you know oh yeah australians we need to be like i think that's as long as your head hasn't like gotten the challenge too, shuttle too big from from that because you know uh, Everyone else, everyone else who's on Strictly Speaking is is thinking, well, maybe I could be Julie Gillard's opening act. Yeah, and but you know, you're thinking that maybe they can work out a way to put you in her microphone. Yep, I, right. I could actually replace Julie Gillard. And right. I, I think that- people would notice that my voice is a bit different to hers. Now, Brett, perhaps Brett, you could it- offer to uh, to come up with some policy and stick with it. In uh, in 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 the competition of whose whose show has been off air for longest. Yes. <laughs> I think Dave wins. I yeah, Dave, I won right. Dave, sure. Dave well, wins. If we're talking about Gorilla Garden. Yeah. Right, cuz Gorilla Gardeners yeah. was was off for ages and then and then has come back over on. a year. Yeah. But that is pretty good. But man. Mm-hmm. in oh, com- for the bounce. But in terms oh, of dissipation. Yeah. That's that, well, they didn't that's record, been off for a while. That's coming back for the final. They that didn't record any more of the bounce. But in terms of whose show is in a worse position. Yeah. I think Toby wins being Sunday night on ABC <laughs> 2. See, but I think we all know that that is the sweet spot. Is it just for after the ABC Pete show? Two demographic. That's of yeah. slightly older no. people who are coming home from having seen their interpretive dance or mime shows for the evening. They get home at about 10 and what do they want to see? Mime a shows. show about uh, interpretive mime. A show about competitive public speaking. Of course they do. We're that's, all in the mood for that. That's just naturally at 10:15 at night. Toby, I, I congratulate like you. Show. I really I enjoyed that show. I, I congratulate you. Thank you. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. So, any box cutters listeners who, you know, have got a spare half hour and uh, would like to see, you know, some Churchillian, <laughs> Rooseveltian uh, oh, really? public speaking. Yeah. Really? I think I am, my style is a mixture of Churchill and Roosevelt, you know. Yeah, can yeah. We, a little can bit we closer to Roosevelt than... Can yeah, we catch you, don't, you do not speak softly, no, nor, no, nor do you carry any kind of stick. <laughs> That's Teddy Roosevelt you're thinking of there. Yeah. I was more thinking of FDR. Oh, were you? Well, FDR's the more famed, you know, fear itself, etc. Because I, I don't fear many things, Josh. I don't, don't you? I don't fear. Don't you? I don't fear humiliation, are you for scared, example. Are you scared of a butterfly? A lack of dignity. Are you scared of a butterfly? It depends on the butterfly. <laughs> hey, you flinch, you're scared of a butterfly. <laughs> and that brings us to can the we, end. Can we catch it on our if we missed it? Of course no. I don't think you can. you can. Can you? Yeah, of course you can. can you, you, you can catch it on the Strictly Speaking website too. And did they, did they shoot round two? Yeah, they, they, they shot the whole show. The you whole know thing. what? Can I just, if you missed it, if so you missed it. find out if you won or not. Send us an email, hoorayboxcutters.net. If you missed it, Toby will go around to your house and do those <laughs> speeches for you. Yep, that's right. 
That's a special service that I'm offering. But the and specials about the feedback and that's as, as close well. to 3D television as you can get. <laughs> that brings us to the end of Box Cutters episode 272. I want to say thanks to everyone for being excellent. Thanks so much to everyone who. Uh, who gave us money. We got some excellent donations during the week and that really helps our show keep going. Yes, it does. Until next week, my name is Josh Canal. I won't see you next week, I don't think. Will I? I'm Dave. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Will I see you next week? I don't think I'll see you next week. <laughs> no, you won't, you won't be back for a few weeks. Okay, okay good. But I'm good, Toby as, as all of us as a yeah. box cutter, yeah. you will. Yeah. I yeah. continue to be <laughs> Brett right. Cropley, as I do each and every week. Thanks for listening to Box Cutters. Catch us again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And hey, let's be careful out there. Box Cutters is produced by Josh Canal with Brett Cropley and John Richards. Brett Cropley is our audio engineer. Peter Wilson coaxes all the bits out of our servers. If you enjoyed this podcast, please tell everyone you know and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. That will help other people find us and would mean a lot. Box Cutters thanks 3RRR, the greatest radio station in the world. Find them in Melbourne, Australia on 102.7 FM or at rrr.org.au. There are lots of ways you can contact us and you'll find them all at our website at boxcutters.net. Uh, what? What? I t- I'm still confused by Dave's last thing. Like, the thing is, because Dave, Dave is on the show every week, right, Brett? Right. He's, he's, yes. he's on the show every yes. week. Yes. Because he does that last bit that we just heard. Yep. So, like, you come so in you especially are. to do that every week, Dave. Why? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Why would I say that? Have you been... Don't, 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 don't downplay your role. Yeah, it's important. Just because you don't get your own microphone for the entire show each week. It's, you're still an important part of the family. The sign-off. Okay, I know. I, I, I think, I, think I, like, I was feeling a little bit... Well, where, 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 where am I? Where no, It's like... Um, it's like that other guy, that other guy who's who's always on at the end. He's always a part of the show. Like he comes in especially just to do the last bit. Okay. And it's always nice seeing him. Ah, here he is now. Hi, this is Pete Smith. You've been listening to or have just missed Box Gutters.